Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host and soul-centered leadership coach, Anastasia Burtnick. If you are a spiritual seeker looking to learn, grow, and make deep and lasting change in your life, you are in the right place, my friend. I'll be serving you up juicy topics on soul work, relationships, purpose, power, and everything in between. Together, we are going to dive deep into our hearts and souls so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soul Service Podcast. So we've had a lot of interviews lately, and they've been amazing, but I thought I would hop in and do a solo episode for you today because I miss talking to you guys. So I want to talk today about surrender and how surrendering to God, to the universe, spirit, to your partner in a relationship, to the masculine energy within yourself can really empower you. So I am a recovering control freak. I say recovering because there is always going to be something that is going to pop up at some point that I have to move through. And I have said this in numerous episodes prior to this one, but the healing journey is never done. So you are always going to be healing something and moving through it. And even once you think you've healed a particular thing, like controlling or perfectionism, for example, it's still going to pop up at some point because every time you up-level in your spiritual development in your life, you're going to hit a new ceiling and then you have to move through that ceiling and then you create another ceiling and then you break through that one. So those old lessons are going to pop up, but they're going to pop up in different ways. And, you know, those old lessons, they also serve to remind you of where you came from. Especially when you are in business, if you are in a position where you are in service, you are often talking to a version of yourself that existed one year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. You're talking to an old version of yourself. So a lot of times these lessons come up to remind you of where you've been so that you can serve on a deeper level and with a fresh perspective on it. Oftentimes when we have been doing so much healing work, we can be disconnected from where we came from. And then sometimes we don't help people as effectively because we don't remember what it's like to be there or we forget some of the things that we've gone through. So these lessons come up time and time again to remind us of where we came from so that we can connect to others on a deeper level. And just continue to deepen our own spiritual healing. Our journey is never done. So surrender. That has been a really big theme that I've had to heal in my life. And I've had to learn how to surrender and how to trust. I used to be 
so controlling. So, 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 so controlling. And it was all because I was in fear all of the time. I felt like I didn't have my own, like growing up, I felt like my decisions weren't mine. I felt like I had to push and effort and strive to be liked or do my best and be heard or be different. I always had to be something that I wasn't. And I controlled everything that I could because I felt like so much was out of my control. And in trying to control everything, I lost myself because like I said, I was trying to be something that I wasn't. I was trying to force things. And when you're trying to force things, they don't come easily. There is no example that you can give where if you're forcing something that it's going to go in easily because it's just taking too much effort. And Effort is not a bad thing depending on the circumstance, but if you are constantly in effort and it's forceful, it's exhausting. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to break things. It's like trying to force a square peg into a circular hole. It doesn't really work. And I know there's some examples like, okay, well, if the circular hole was actually bigger than the square peg, then it would be fine. But we're not talking about that. (laughs) So forcefulness, it doesn't really, it doesn't get you anywhere. And what happens is you end up forcing so much that, like I said, you get burnt out, you hurt yourself, you change yourself, you start shutting parts of yourself off and you lose the connection to your true essence, to your soul. Now, there is a time when controlling things has served you. That's why you do it because it has served you. It has protected you. Because when you look at it, controlling everything is a form of self-protection. But there comes a point that that self-protection becomes a prison. Because you've built up so many walls around yourself. You're controlling everything so much that you are like a stretched elastic band. And there is it's either you release the tension and you surrender or you snap. There's, there's no in-between. So surrendering really is such a powerful thing. Now, the control shows up in many, many different ways. It can show up in education. So you may have been um, a straight A student and you were on a roll and you were doing all of these things and you were so concerned about getting the best mark all the time that you were putting in a lot of effort to it. But maybe it didn't always feel aligned or it felt forced. But 
you did it because you got some sort of love or recognition or praise from it. It can show up in your finances, in your relationships. If you are with your significant other and you control absolutely everything, you control the bills, you control the purchases, you control where you go and what you do and who you speak to and all of these things. It's protecting you from the potential of getting hurt. But in the long run, it's, it's taking away more than it's giving you. And especially as women, we like to control things because we've lost control or we've had control taken from us in so, so many ways. In my experience as a woman, I've had to work twice as hard as most men I know, especially having come from a military background. I mean, I had had a, um, a position lined up, so a contract lined up, and I interviewed for it. I had experience for it. I did really well. They even told me I did better than the other guy. I scored higher. Like, I literally had every single qualification, but they still chose him. Oh, well, we'll give it to you next time. So I used to push myself extra just to prove that I was good enough. And that that is a theme with women is that we have always had to prove ourselves. Because we're supposed to be absolutely everything. We're supposed to be caregivers and nurturers and we're supposed to take care of the family and we're supposed to go to work and we're supposed to do all of these things. We have to be beautiful and well-dressed and, and smart and intelligent and outspoken, but not too outspoken because if we're too outspoken, then we're a bitch. And we have to be all of these things and all of these societal pressures are put on us. And what it's doing is taking away our safety, our control. So then we try to control in every other way. Now, like I said, that control has served us. It definitely has. Otherwise, you, you wouldn't find yourself being controlling. But there comes a time when, it's, when it is too much. You know, for, for myself, and I know a lot of you feel this way, people would always tell me that I'm so strong. I'm a really strong woman. And most of me accepted that and took it as a compliment. But there was part of me, my feminine, that kept crying out in my own heart and in my own mind saying, I don't want to be strong anymore. I just want to be taken care of. I just want to have somebody do it for me so I don't have to make a decision right now. I don't have to worry about what's coming. I just want to be protected. I don't want to be strong anymore. That's the last thing I want to be. But 
you keep going, you keep pushing, you keep being that strong woman. Once you start coming back home into your soul, though, the way that you view strength, the way that you view control, it completely changes. There is strength in knowing when to lead and when to follow. There is strength in giving up control and in trusting. There is so much strength in knowing how to dance between your masculine and feminine energies. Now, the masculine and feminine, this is not gender related. Every single person has both the masculine energy and the feminine energy within them. The masculine energy is consciousness. It is the container. And the feminine energy is emotion and movement and love. So if if you think about it in this way, if you look at a river, the river bed is the masculine. So the river bed, it is the container that holds the water of the river. It holds it in, it gives it direction, and, and it is keeping the water safe. It is a sacred container. Now the water is the feminine, and it is movement. It can also be stillness, because sometimes you go slower, sometimes you're hitting rapids and it's faster, but it is movement and emotion and love. It's things that fill you up, and the masculine holds all of it. So the riverbed is holding all of that. If there was no riverbed, then the water would just spill onto the land. There would be no river. So the feminine would be all over the place. It would just create mushy ground. And if there was no feminine, the masculine, the riverbed, would just be a dried riverbed. It would be a container that was completely empty with nothing to fill it. So you see that we need both these energies. And these energies, like I said, sometimes they move really fast. Sometimes they move slow, but they're always there. They're always dancing together. There is not one without the other. Now, when you think about relationships... Somebody always is going to be in the masculine. Someone is always going to be in the feminine. And you will flip between the energies. Now, especially in romantic relationships, there needs to be what we call polarity. So somebody needs to be in the opposite energy. If there is no polarity, so if, for example, you guys are both in your masculine or both in your feminine, then 
there's going to be no attraction, especially sexual attraction. There's going to be no spark. It's just going to be 50-50 and it'll fall flat. There might be love there, but it's going to be unfulfilling. And if you think about people who cheat in relationships or if you think about somebody that you might be attracted to that's outside your relationship, doesn't mean you're going to do anything. The reason that people go and cheat or you find somebody else attractive is not because of their physical being. It is because of their energy. So in those moments, if somebody is going to go look for someone to have an affair with, or if they're going to find somebody else attractive outside their relationship, it is because that person that they are finding attractive or seeking out is in the opposite energy as they are. So it means that there is polarity, which means that there is tension and attraction there. As soon as you get rid of that tension and that attraction, it's you're bumping up against the same energy and it's just it's like two riverbeds or two overflowing rivers with no container. You're not melding together. It's just more of the same. Now, with surrender, we have both of these energies within us. And like I said, the masculine is the container the masculine is consciousness. It holds space, provides direction. It is all about life purpose. The masculine needs to feel respected first and then loved, but always respected first. And if the masculine energy is not living their purpose, you're going to feel like you're floundering in life. Now, the feminine energy, again, is love. It's emotion. It is experience. It is everything that fills up life. It can be soft and it can be hard and ragey and it can be the creatrix and it can be the one of the, the energy of destruction. The feminine is life and death. And the feminine energy wants love first. So the feminine cannot feel fulfilled in her life, in her relationship. And just for sake of ease, I will relate the feminine to her as, as, oh, I can't talk. I will relate to the feminine as her and the masculine as him. But again, these energies are interchangeable. Myself personally, um, I am a masculine core energy, even though I am a woman. It's totally cool. But the feminine, she needs to feel love in order to feel fulfilled and in order to do anything with her life. She is focused on filling herself up with love, with experience. And it doesn't matter if she has life purpose because that is not what she's focused on. She needs to be loved first and then respected. 
Now, both of these energies reside in each and every one of us. And we need to learn how to play with these energies and dance with these energies in order to be really connected to our soul and how we operate as a soulful being on this earth. So like I mentioned, I am a woman, but I am core masculine. So your, your core essence is the energy. It's like your home frequency. And you do need to go in between each of these energies, but you do have to come and spend time in your home frequency in order to recharge, in order to feel fulfilled in life. Now, typically, most women are core feminine essence. Typically, most men are core masculine essence. But it's not true for everyone, myself being a perfect example of that. But knowing your core, so if you think about it, are you, do you feel like you need respect first and then love or love first and then respect in order to feel fulfilled? In life. If you said respect first, you are typically core masculine. If you said love first, you are core feminine. Now we both have, or we have both of these energies. And like I said, we need to dance in between them. Because if you spend too much time in one energy, so if you spend too much time in your masculine energy, then you're going to end up feeling burnt out and not creative and you're, you're going to lose touch with your feminine. And if you spend too much time in your feminine energy, you're going to be filled up on life and experiences, but you're going to continue spinning and feeling inconsistent because you're not working towards anything. There's no direction in your life. So you need to meld these energies together. Now, surrender comes in in many, many ways. It comes in within the relationship between your masculine and feminine energy within yourself. So your feminine energy within yourself, the feminine needs to feel safe. It needs to feel loved. So if you have wounds around trusting the masculine energy, trusting the direction. If you find yourself sabotaging a lot, if you find that you, maybe you were a really high achiever at one point and then you got burnt out and now you can't seem to get out of that burnout. And every time you try to get out of that burnout, you do well for a little bit and then you hit a wall. That is a sign that your feminine energy within yourself does not trust your masculine energy. So you have to actually come back into harmony. Notice that I do not say balanced because balance is 50-50. We don't want that. We want harmony. Harmony is a dance. You're flowing in and out of each energy. And it is not 50-50. Some days it's 60-40, the other days it's 40-60. Or hundred and zero or 70 and 30 and 30 and 70. It's harmony. 
get rid of the word balance from your vocabulary. So you need to come into harmony with your masculine and feminine energies. So if you are feeling burnt out, you need to nourish your feminine. That might look like painting a room and creating something beautiful. It might look like joining a dance class. It might look like enjoying a dark chocolate bar and just mm, really experiencing the dark chocolate and how it tastes and how it feels on your tongue, how it makes you feel as you eat it. It might be just taking a day off of work to relax or to go try a new experience, to spend time with your partner and have it actually be quality time where they're paying attention to you. The feminine needs that connection. It needs that love, that fulfillment. So find something that does that. And then on, on the flip side, the masculine, you want to start having direction in your life. And this is where a lot of times you might come up against some resistance because your feminine, if you've been, if you've had a wound in your feminine and you've been feeling burnt out and you haven't really been experiencing things and you've been self-sabotaging, it's going to be very hard for you to go into that direction mode in a healthy way. But you need to just surrender to it. You need to trust yourself. So with the masculine, you want to start doing. The mask again, the masculine is all about doing. The feminine is all about being. So the masculine energy, you want to start doing. If that looks like starting your business or continuing your business, serving others. It could be doing a sport with competition in it. It could be exercising, um, but with goals. Like the masculine has direction. So you want to start bringing that direction into your life and you want to really tune into what it is that you want to create. And the masculine energy is going to be your schedule. It is going to be the step-by-step process. It's the direction, the forward movement. So you want to start bringing that into your life in small ways. If that means you are going to meditate every day and that's your non-negotiable, that's actually very masculine. So you go and your non-negotiable for that day is you're going to meditate for five minutes. And every single day you're meditating for five minutes. That is moving you forward. That is a, is, it's a structure. It's a boundary. It is saying, I am setting this intention and I am going to do it and actually doing it. That is a way to practice your masculine. And you can practice doing it in these small ways so that you can build up to really trusting yourself and trusting your direction and your vision. So if you want to create that business, you have the ability to go out and do it, but do it from a place where it's aligned 
and doing it, do it from a place where you're not going to feel burnt out because you're going to have boundaries for yourself. You're going to be able to go to work and put your work in and not overgive. And you're going to, you're going to go and do what you need to do. And then you're going to come home and rest in your feminine energy. You're going to go into creation. You're going to go into experience. And you can see that this is where that harmony is. So many of us, though, have trouble surrendering into that masculine energy. And especially as women, we have trouble surrendering to men and the masculine energy in an empowered way because we associate surrendering to that type of energy as a losing control. Now, trying to over-control everything is actually your wounded masculine. It's you trying to have that strong masculine energy within your life, but you're doing it from a way that is so rigid and so aggressive that you're not allowing space for spirit, God, and consciousness. So you need to learn how to start surrendering in small ways. Now, in terms of relationship, I'll use my own relationship here as an example. I have had to learn how to trust my partner on an even deeper level. Now, we've always had really great trust in our relationship. Um, I've never worried about, ever, I mean, we've always had really good trust. Like I don't have to, if he goes out somewhere, I don't have to get all crazy and jealous and worry about it. Um, the same for me. I like, I was in my masculine when I did this, but at the beginning of our relationship, I was like, I'm, I have male friends. I'm going to hang out with my male friends. I'm going to talk to them and you got to be okay with it. It's either like that or your get out. So I set very strong boundaries from the beginning. That's a story for another day. But the point is, is that we've always had trust within our relationship, but where I have learned to trust him more is I've learned to trust his masculine energy. So now for me, I'm core masculine and he is also core masculine. Now, that means that we both want respect, we both have a lot of drive, we both have a lot of purpose, and we're working towards that. Now, the, the trick, though, is that I need to, one of us needs to flop into our opposite energy. So for me, all day, when I'm sitting here with you, when I am coaching clients, when I am doing anything that is business related, I am in my masculine. So I need to come home, even though I work from home, but I need to come home and relax back into my feminine. I need to let my masculine be satisfied with the work that I've done for the day. And I need to sink into my feminine energy. I need to be able to receive. The feminine is also all about receiving. The masculine is about giving. I mean, if you think about it in terms of anatomy, even though it is not related to gender, men have penises, women have vaginas. Penises are meant to go into vaginas. Like the vagina is meant to receive. 
the penis is meant to penetrate. So on an energetic level, the masculine energy is giving, it penetrates. The feminine energy is all about receiving. And again, this is not gender related, but I just put it into a vivid visual for you. (laughs) So, but when I come home from a day of work, I need to sink into my feminine. If I don't sink into my feminine energy, then we are both in our masculine and there is no attraction there because we are not polarized. And it means that he's trying to take the lead and I'm trying to take the lead. And either we're both going to stay in that identical energy and not have any polarization, or I'm going to force him to flip into his feminine energy. And realistically, I don't want that. So you have to decide in relationships what you want, but I want to be able to have the deep trust in my man and his masculine drive so that I can sink into my feminine and feel that safety, not just from within myself, but from him as well. In your relationship, there is always going to be one person that is leading and one person that is following. And it is not always going to be the same. Like I said, we dance between these energies. So there will be times when I am in my masculine energy with Jordan and he is in his feminine, where I am leading and calling the shots and he is following my lead. But it's beautiful to be able to flip between these energies and do it from this very conscious and connected way so that you're you're doing this on a soul level now something that was a really beautiful experience for me that i just went through with jordan we were looking at purchasing a new vehicle and the reason that we're doing this, not that it really matters, but the reason that we're doing this is um, I experienced car trouble on a recent road trip that I went on. And although that vehicle is paid off, it's older. And we are going to keep that one, but he was renting or not renting, leasing a Subaru WRX. And he just, he was ready to give up the lease, just wasn't enjoying it, but he was going to go into a small, like kind of subcompact car. Now, for myself, I have always wanted, I've never had, I haven't ever had a brand new vehicle. So this will be new for me. Um, And I love leather. Like I, I have like a dream of like what my vehicle is going to be. And Jordan said to me, I want to buy a vehicle for you. Now, this is also together. I mean, all of our money's together and it's, it's beautiful, but he was doing this for me and for us as a family, but for me. So we went car shopping and I just, in those moments, allowed myself to be in my feminine. I allowed him to be in his masculine energy and I allowed him to lead and this is, this is actually big because I've been practicing trust like this for quite a while, but I just 
let my feminine energy be safe within him and trust his direction. That doesn't mean that I didn't have input. That doesn't mean that I didn't have opinions. We still talk to each other like any other couple would where he asked me a question. I gave him an answer. I gave him my feelings. He gave me his thoughts. But it was so beautiful for me to not take the lead in that moment and trust him. And by doing that, I got more than I thought I ever would have gotten. We are purchasing a beautiful new Hyundai. It has a leather and it's like, it's more than I could have hoped for at this point in time. And it was so interesting because we're sitting at the dealership and there's people that there's always two types of car salesmen. There's the one that always talks to the woman, um, which I don't hate um, because it's showing respect because a lot of people will only talk to the guy, even if there's a woman sitting there and she's the one buying it. Um, And then there's the other type that is, well, I guess there's three types. There's the one that only talks to the man. And then there's the one that talks with both. And the one that, um, where we were purchasing this, this new vehicle, it was, it was really interesting because he was, he was talking to both of us and I just let, I just let Jordan lead. I was completely unattached from the outcome and I told Jordan that. So I was just allowing myself to receive whatever we could receive as a couple, whatever he wanted to plan for me. Cause, and again, like my input was all in there. It's not like by allowing myself to surrender to him, it's not like I was giving away my power. I wasn't. This was actually one of the most empowering situations of my life because I didn't have to be in control. I didn't have to be the one at the forefront. And giving that gift to your feminine energy is so beautiful. So I just allowed him to do the haggling. I wasn't worried about anything. He would he would talk about prices and they would kind of look at me and I would just look at Jordan. And it was oh, it was actually just so beautiful. We got we ended up getting a really great deal. Got the exact payment that we wanted, got the vehicle that we wanted. It was it was amazing. And he came out of that feeling fulfilled and full of purpose and in alignment with his core masculine. And my feminine energy came out of that experience feeling loved and protected and safe and fulfilled. Now, honestly, whether we'd walked away with a vehicle or not, it wouldn't have mattered. It was just me consciously allowing him to take the lead that filled me up. And that surrender was beautiful. Now, that's a large way to do, to to experience surrender. And there's also small ways you can experience surrender. Instead of trying to make all the decisions about where to eat, you just 
let your partner make the decision. And for, for women out there that are in relationship with a man, um, and I mean, this also goes for same-sex couples and whoever's going to be in the masculine in those moments. When you let your man or your masculine take the lead, they, if they haven't been taking the lead for a while, they're going to make mistakes. But you start on a smaller level and you put your trust in the masculine so that they can lead. And eventually they come into their powers, power as a leader and as the masculine in the relationship. But you have to let go of control. So a really great exercise is let your man choose where you're going for dinner. And say, like, I trust you to make the right decision. Even if you, you say that and then they're like, all right, KFC it is for going for dinner. And you're like, oh, fuck, I hate KFC. Um, you can just accept it in that moment. Because the thing is, is that the more you practice these things, the more that they make mistakes, the better they get. Because what the feminine does is awaken the masculine. You can see that this is this giant dance of all of these energies moving in and out of each other. And it's, it's all about practice and experiencing it. But the feminine awakens the masculine with her radiance. And the masculine needs to sink into the feminine in order to rest. So with, the, with this energy of awakening the masculine, if you, in a relationship scenario, are stepping back and putting your trust in your man, in your masculine, that is allowing him to awaken to his power. That is allowing him to step into those leadership roles. Where if you don't ever allow him to do that, then you are always in your masculine and you are also going to step into your feminine, but in, a, in the mother energy and you don't need to mother your partner. So start practicing with that with little things and just see how it feels to not always be the one making decisions, but trusting that the decision that's going to be made is going to be aligned. But this is a practice. This is a practice and it's not something that happens overnight. You have to make these conscious choices and whoever is more conscious in your relationship, you are the one that has the responsibility to manipulate your energies so that you can be in your feminine, he can be in his masculine or vice versa. Now, the last part of surrendering and using your masculine and feminine energies to surrender is surrendering to spirit, to God, the universe. This is another really big lesson because surrendering to spirit 
is something that can feel so hard because it feels intangible. If you are trying to control a situation, you're not going to be able to control it. The only, the only place that you actually have control in your life is over your own actions, reactions, and emotions. That's the only place that you have control. So by knowing that, if you are trying to control a situation outside of yourself, rather than holding on so tight and trying to squeeze the life of that, out of that situation and efforting and pushing and, and burning yourself out and feeling like there's like nothing is going right and there's nothing you can do, you need to let go. You need to let go and detach from the outcome of that situation and surrender yourself, your faith over to the higher power, whether you call that source, the universe, God, goddess, spirit, you need to surrender it over. When you learn how to do that, the amount of safety and protection that you feel is limitless because you are turning around and you are you're saying that i'm okay no matter what the outcome is and i trust that i'm supported i trust that i am abundant i trust that i am worthy i trust that i am loved i trust that i am respected I trust. It is okay for me to no longer have to control everything. I can trust that it'll all work out. And even in the moments where it doesn't work out the way you think it should have, there is always blessings and lessons in every experience that we have. Things don't happen to you, they happen for you. And when you release control and let yourself surrender, it's like the universe creates this cushion of safety and warmth. It holds you there. And things fall into place as they need to. And from that place, of being in this cushion of safety and warmth and love, you can go and you can look at the different situations and things that are happening in your life and you can say, I see the lesson here. And over here, I see part of the lesson and the rest I know and trust that it will be revealed to me. And this is how you grow, is through these lessons. And the more that you surrender, the more you actually attract into your life that is good and the more ease you attract. Because when you are in a constant state of effort, you are tuning into an energy of effort and an energy of ease cannot match your energy of effort because you are only matching that energy of effort. But once you surrender, you can match the energy of ease and then more ease will come to you. All right, guys. 
That's where I'm going to leave it today. Let me know your takeaways from this episode. I would love to hear from you. We're going to dive even deeper into all of this um, on a more regular basis. And as a reminder, I have spots open for my spiritual life coaching. And what I teach you in my life coaching is how to identify, heal, and move through blocks and resistance that comes up in your life, how to heal yourself, how to find your purpose, how to live your life deep within that magical feminine flow, and then also in that healthy drive so you're not experiencing burnout. I help you create the life that you want that is aligned for you and aligned for your soul. And I help you learn how to lead yourself with your soul and listen to what your soul is asking you. So if that sounds interesting to you, if you are feeling called to go deeper and work on yourself more, reach out to me. We can hop on a call, see if my coaching is right for you, or if there's something else that is right for you that I can point you in the direction of. I want to see you guys grow. So if you're curious, just let yourself ask the question. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. Do you want to feel powerful, vibrant, and happy in your daily life? Get in on my free Walk Your Path to Power Challenge. Head on over and join me at AnastasiaBurtnick.com forward slash power. If you love what you heard today, I would be over the moon if you could leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.